What's going on, dirtbags and hoebags? Welcome to another special event. Why? What? <laughs> Why would you do that? Do what? <laughs> Why would you start this show like that? <laughs> Anyways, welcome to another edition of Paraprobe on this lovely Saturday afternoon. It's July 30th, 2022. Can we just skip ahead to like 2030 something? Just get out of the 20s? No, I'm good. I want to go back in time. 2012, bro. Or, or, or go back in time. I don't care. 2012 was dope. And in the news today, Biden once again has COVID. And nobody cared. So, moving on. What? Nothing. I'm just looking at you. I'm listening. Oh. You're giving me news. I mean, <laughs> I have not looked at one bit of news. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll give you news then. And in the news, man who attempted to uh, walk around the world today drowned. The gentleman who op- who uh, started the new parachute brand that opens on impact died. Improvements are now being made. <laughs> Do you like some more news? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I'm good with that. <laughs> All right, folks, today's, today we're going to be talking about old wives' tales. I'm glad you finished that sentence. <laughs> today uh, we're talking about old wives. First up, Karen. <laughs> All right, so uh, stop calling for a manager, okay? I know nobody right? wants to talk to you. So uh, it was funny, Jesse and I throughout the week. You know, we were talking, just kind of shooting the breeze, and we were talking. I don't remember how the conversation came up about old wives' tales. We we were literally just like making things up. I th- yeah, I think we were coming <laughs> up with our own. Yeah. You know what? That's gonna be my new lot in life. I'm gonna come up with like new old wives' tales. Then we gotta call them old. Uh, Old man tells. There you go. Old man tells. There you go. Old husband tells. I don't know. That's right. Going to get those things spread around like herpes. It's going to be awesome. Not herpes. I'm talking about the... Oh, yeah. okay. How was that? The, the tales. Bro. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> and today's When news, did herpes become pleasing? <laughs> Chance Hancock has herpes. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you on a commercial. I have channel to herpes. <laughs> Dude, if they paid me, I wouldn't care. I'd say it. <laughs> What was that? That was an episode of Supernatural, too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. I have channel to herpes. Somebody's going to clip that now, and they'll be like, yeah, Jesse's got herpes. It's like when, like, you know, some girl you're dating calls up and says, guess what? I got herpes. And, like, I know. <laughs> I've seen that happen to somebody. Really? Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, not... no, it was terrible. Yeah. It was. <laughs> It's still funny. But Welcome <laughs> to Paraprobe Radio. Today we're talking STDs. <laughs> and just think, in a few more months, it'll be Valentine's Day. VD Day. There we go. Perfect. All right. VD Day. Fair enough. All right. Okay. Yeah. I see what you did there. You know, right now, there are people driving in their cars going, why? Just why? <laughs> why? <laughs> because we know you're the one who's doing it to everybody. That's why. Yep. That's it's your fault. Exactly. So... Let's move on. So, in today's episode, that's going to go viral. This show is going to be awesome. It's going to spread like crabs. We are going to be discussing old wives' tales. Some of these are actually true, that have actually came true. And I got an explanation behind some of them on why they are true. And when I say that, 
I don't mean that the expression put out is on the spot true, accurate. But there's a hint of truth behind it. And so, hence why these things have still continued on. Mm-hmm. And then some of them, they're just nutty. <laughs> like for real. All right. Well, do you want to stop? Uh, or start? Start? I will start. <laughs> stop. Do you want to stop? Please stop. Would you please stop? <laughs> please stop. Why are, why are you no doing this? No more BD talk. <laughs> All right. So, in heartburn during pregnancy, it's thought that it was an old wise tale that it meant you have a hairy baby. What? You never... I got hiccups. Never heard that you one? You got heartburn now? <laughs> yeah, no herpes, heartburn. So you never heard that one, though, that if a, if a woman during pregnancy, if they have heartburn often, it means that they have a hairy baby? No. Or they're going to be born with a lot of hair. That was believed to be an old wise tale for the longest time, and then come to find out, it's actually true. What? Yes, and what is funny, two scientists who started to do the research on this to disprove it and uh, they were they were doing the the testing. They were doing like um, you know talking with all these you know females you know and, and talking with them about their experiences of heartburn, especially the ones who had it often like all the time. Every single one of them born with children with a lot of hair. Hmm. Yep. And so it, they set out to disprove it. Wound up proving that it's real. I like when that happens, though. I know, right? It's entertaining. Exactly. It's all right. Well, speaking of babies. All right. So. Um, we- Oh, go ahead. I thought we were going to go back and forth. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't Ladies know you were and gentlemen, ready. we have no plan. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were ready. My bad. I'm never ready. I know. Okay. Anyways, there's You're another the opposite r- of the ever ready rabbit. You're like dead. <laughs> yeah. I'll wait till this Red Bull kicks in. We'll be good. <laughs> and he's shows. still not going and going and going. <laughs> All right. So go ahead. Uh, so apparently, old wives tell. If a woman is pregnant and she holds her wedding ring up by a string, I've heard this like one. a pendulum. Yep. Or not like a pendulum, but like turn yours up. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just say you. it. We're a little unprofessional here. We're like Ron White without the cursing and whiskey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you hold it over your belly, I don't know why I'm like demonstrating because like, not the man, the the woman. Yeah. Yep. No. If a woman holds the <laughs> wedding ring up. With a string over her belly, and it goes in circles, it, it's a girl. If it swings like a pendulum, it's a boy. I have actually heard that one. I have tried it. Mm-hmm. And, okay. <laughs> we'll just say that it was true, but I can't vouch that it's going to be right every time. It's not like, you know, I'm going around to a whole bunch of pregnant women saying, hey, can I spring this thing over the top of your belly? <laughs> yeah, so... Um, but more often than not, even other people I know of who who have heard of this too and has done the same thing, it came true like every time. Yeah, no, and that's what this particular article says as well, mm-hmm. even though there's no science to pack this crazy practice up. But potentially, I mean, it could be true, not to mention humans emit a magnetic, magnetic energy. This is we true. We have a magnetic field that could influence it. Now, if you hold it over the woman's belly and it makes a pentagram, it's having Rosemary's baby. (laughs) All right. So moving on. Yes. Yeah. So the next one, bananas, speaking of pregnancies, women who eat a lot of bananas during their pregnancy make boys. So for boys. Yeah. So for those couples out there that want to have a boy. Uh, the, and there's some go bananas. Yeah. They used to (laughs) go bananas. You'll have a boy or a girl, one or the other. Um, 
but jokes. the old wise tell was that they would tell them to eat a lot of bananas if you wanted to have a boy. Now, due to scientific study, it does actually help. It does not guarantee, obviously, but it actually does help. And the reason for being is because, you know just as well as I do, because we work out in the sun a lot, too. Bananas are high on potassium. They are great for cramps, keeping you from getting heat cramps, stuff like that. Especially for like a lot of you guys out there listening to our show that work out there during the daytime or in the prison yard. Make sure you eat a lot of bananas because when you do, it helps keep you from getting heat cramps. But because of the high amounts of potassium, there is a high dose of potassium that is delivered whenever it's going to be changing to a boy. Dun, dun, dun. Really? Yeah. So all, all of your all of yours are are they true? I don't know. No. The, the, oh, this one is yeah. it, it's not. No, uh, the, it's not okay. necessarily true. Is everything it, on your list there true? No. Okay. Because no. I wasn't sure. No. No. Everything's been true so far. No. No. The the one I got coming up next. But I'll let you go next. The one I got coming up next. Actually, I've heard this passed down for many generations in my family. Ooh. Uh huh. It's creepy. Um, let's see. The old wives tells that you should dab whiskey on a baby's gums to help with teething pain. Yes, I've heard that many, many times. My dad did it to me. I was an alcoholic by three. Yeah, no, and I it was done to me. It was done before me. It was done after mm-hmm. me. I mean, honestly, it's not even about like it is about the numbing a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's also like calming because you, yeah. you you go to wherever you get a drink it's going to calm you down a little bit and yeah. most of us kind of babies freaking out when they're teething because oh my god my mouth hurts all of a sudden because yeah, alcohol is a natural why. depressant so there's a bunch of depressed babies now i know they're all worried about wall street <laughs> so the next one is for me hearing a whippoorwill nearby equals death especially three mornings in a row Whoa, you went dark. I like it. Let's do this. Oh, I got a few that are dark. Yes. Oh, yeah. Long story short, that a whippoorwill, it's uh, relative, I believe, to the dove, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not much of a bird guy, but, you know, anyways, you will hear them trilling. And if they sound like they're trilling, like, right outside your window of your home, um, three mornings in a row, one of the old wise tales is, and this spans back, I mean, a long, long time, is that it means that there is a death coming in your family. So if you hear that for three mornings in a row, make sure your will's up to date. Really? Yes. Um, I can tell you a few times my mom has forewarned me that somebody in the family would be, and they, usually they die within like a week when this happens. Yeah, just that sound right there. You hear that right outside your window of your home, three mornings in a row. You're going to die. means there's a bird out there. No, it means <laughs> that there allegedly from old wise tales that there will be a death in the family. Not not just a death. It will be a death in the family. Mm. Yes. And unfortunately, my mom has called it three out of three times. What? Yeah. Is your mom killing people? Probably. See, I mean, you should go to any link to make sure a little wide tail comes true. <laughs> Mom on the run. Okay, it's good. Let's see, commonly her. It doesn't say what it's related to in here. Um, I think it's like the dove or something like that. But oh well. 
Anyhow. Nobody cares about that bird. Nobody cares. <laughs> Would you like me to put out another one? Yeah, do another one. All right. So, eating, eating, okay, eating fish gives you brain power. I've heard this from many, many people. All right, that in, uh, in my family, other families, friends, I've, I've, I've heard of this like I've in, heard it as well in passing. Yeah, people say that if you eat a lot of fish, that it gives you brain power. Fish is brain food. Fact of the matter is, true. No way. Yes. Um, according to scientific studies, it actually because we had a conversation. Matter of fact, the movie Deep Blue Sea is partially based upon this. Fish, there's something inside of the meat that you eat from a fish that actually slows Alzheimer's disease. Really? Yes. Hence, in the movie Deep Blue Sea, that they made the specific, you know, uh, the the woman, the doctor from the movie, made the comment about how sharks never lose brain integrity. Oh, I know what movie you're talking about now. Samuel L. Jackson. I That's knew. right. Yeah, all right. Okay. Okay, now we're good. There's three? Wait, 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 wait. The wait. other two have nothing to do with the first one, and they're stupid. They're cheaply done and all that. <laughs> Is it like Sharknado? Sharknado was meant to be campy, and that's why it became such a big phenom. It's, yeah. it's mostly because it's the guest appearances throughout the movie that makes the movie. Well, it's like Rocky Horror Picture Show. Exactly. It's meant to be kind of campy and exactly. ridiculous. Yep. But, uh, so yeah, so it, it was an old wives tale. It's actually due to recent studies has actually been proven to be more and more true. Um, so if you're dumb and you know it, eat some fish. There you go. And it doesn't mean go to McDonald's and eat fish filet. It's going to make you a genius either. No, it's yeah. not. But, uh, so yeah, eating fish actually does, uh, slow, um, brain degeneration and slows down Alzheimer's. Uh, lots of amounts of it, obviously. Uh, especially the fish oils. Uh, the fish oils actually help with the lubrication in your body for your joints and all that to help with aches and pains, too. Okay, fish oil it is because I go. am aching and paining. Yep. Another thing. Go for it. That helps with ache and aches and pains is uh, capsaicin in spicy foods. And there's an old wives' tale that spicy foods cause ulcers, but it's not true. I actually know an individual who ate. Eats like piles of cayenne pepper, mm-hmm. like all the time. Not me, not me, but somebody. Yeah. No, 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 no. The, this person actually had an ulcer and it was like healed up from really? the freaking yeah. No kidding. They attributed cayenne pepper, but um, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny that, but you know. Pepper spray me. I got ulcers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they actually uh. It does not cause ulcers. It's debunked. That's insane. I never knew that. I thought that was true. Another old wives' tale. Mm-hmm. Guys who eat spicy foods have a high sex drive. Yeah, that's false. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Have you ever ate a fifty, like a fifty-piece buffalo wing, and want to have sex after that? No, nope. no, no, no. Nobody does. No, you're you're full. You're happy. You're no. You're done. Who eats a full fifty buffalo? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Not all the time, but, you know, I, yeah, I'm used to. Dude, I remember me and my cousins. I remember me and my cousins when I was like 18 going to Hooters, and I ordered a 50-piece of the Three Mile Island Buffalo Wings. Ate every single one of them by myself. Nice. Yeah. That's not hot. That was back in the day when I had a very high metabolism and would just, yeah, just burn the food up, man. Yeah. 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 No, I'd walk across the parking lot and lose five pounds. Missed those days. Oh, yeah. I talked to a guy the other day. He uh, 
He's been the same weight since high school, and he's 40. Really? Doesn't work out, doesn't exercise, anything like that. He just, he finally gained like 10 pounds. Mm. He's been the same weight since he was in high school. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, Super jealous. Good genetics. Super and honestly, jealous. a lot of your weight issues and muscular issues, all that stuff, that really does. It comes down to genetics majority of the time. Well, actually, most actually, pretty much every time, really. I mean, some of it obviously is your dieting and all that too, but your genetics do have a very large, sizable, you know, helpful uh, role with that too. So another one is hanging a dead snake on a fence brings rain. That actually is derived from uh, um, old Native American thing where uh -huh. they used to take a, a snake and like whip it. And it would paralyze it, and they'd throw it up in the tree. Mm-hmm. So. And that's where it came from. Yeah. So for the white boys out there, you <laughs> just take a dead snake and hang it over a fence, <laughs> and it'll bring rain. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, some of these uh, old wives' tales, there's, you know, it, it, some of it does a lot. Of, it's surprising, like, especially from, like, the Appalachian color, uh, culture, that a lot of those old wives' tales really does span from, like, the Native American cultures and stuff. Mm -hmm. Not all of them, but there's a good portion of them that do. Um, so another big one, this is something you should pay attention to because you're, you know, you're all about gardens and all that. Squirrels build nests high to avoid bad weather. So if squirrels all of a sudden in your neighborhood start building their nests higher in the trees, that means that that coming winter is going to be a very hard winter. Huh. What's not aware of that? Is that true? Theoretically. Theoretically. Yeah, which means no. <laughs> uh, that means like partially yes i mean there is some truth behind it um we all know that animals can definitely sense things especially involving the weather and such better than humans can by a long shot um usually like if if all of a sudden all the animals in your neighborhood start fleeing the neighborhood pack your stuff and go with them because something <laughs> bad is coming because <laughs> it's true if all of a sudden, like, every, like, dog, cat, hamster, everything in the neighborhood all sends, like, we're out, follow them. They're <laughs> leaving for a reason. That is very true. Yeah, there's something bad coming. Usually it's weather. Yeah, no. Actually, um, not an old wives' tale, but pigs will carry sticks in their mouth when it's about to storm. Really? Yeah, because apparently they have the uh, instinct to build a shelter, but not the know-how. <laughs> Okay. Sounds like a lot of people I know. Wait, what? <laughs> they got instincts, just not knowledge. <laughs> so, yeah, I they, mean... They just ride around on cruise control all day. It must be nice. Yep. Um, so, another one is, and this is kind of crazy, lightning... God, I got hiccups bad from that monster I drank. He's there. got heartburn because he's pregnant with a boy. Exactly. <laughs> he's going to be hairy. <laughs> so, lightning in a snowstorm means two weeks of bad weather. So if you have a snowstorm that's mm -hmm. currently going on and you see a lightning bolt, that means the next two weeks after that day is still going to be crappy with snow and everything else. It's going to be bad. Yeah, is this legitimate or is it just a Old wives' tale. Okay. All the rest of the are, these are old wives' tales. I know, but have you no, no. researched them? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> see what happened was we're guys we don't read directions on anything i mean come on <laughs> we just nod our heads and go okay yeah pretty much so 
Here's another one that I thought was pretty good. When the sun is out with rain, the devil is beating his wife. What? Yes. There's an old wise tale, obviously all the way back and dealing with Christianity and all that. And so like in the Appalachian culture, like up in the mountains, a lot of mountain folk believe because they do believe in God and Jesus, a lot of them. Yeah. Right? That when it's raining while the sun's out, that means the devil is beating his wife. See, I heard it differently. I heard if it's raining when the sun's out, it's going to rain tomorrow. True. Yes, I've heard that one too. But this is Florida, and that doesn't happen here. <laughs> it just rains. <laughs> it just rains whenever it feels like it. Yeah. Sun, no sun. Our weather is civil. It just random. Yeah, yeah, it does what it wants. Yeah, definitely. Our weather is definitely... Hmm. Uh, our, our weather is bipolar. You never know what you're going to get from no, day No, our day. weather is being controlled. Our weather literally is like dealing with... How can I put this nicely? A woman during a certain time of the month. Because the weather would be all happy and cheerful. And then goes to a raging hurricane for like 15 minutes. <laughs> and then it goes back to calm, sunny weather. And you don't know why. You never saw it coming. Every Floridian's like, dude, you're totally wrong because... Every husband out there is going, you are absolutely correct. I can neither confirm or deny that. <laughs> really? Are you that whipped? You're afraid to let your wife hear that? Uh, no, no. I said worse today, okay. so I'm in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to be good. <laughs> which does actually pan into another old wives' tale that I have, which is actually true, though. Okay, well, another one that is not a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. There are weather control devices. To where they can control where it rains and does not rain. There is a device out there that actually does create rain clouds, yes. Yeah, and it well, will no. actually rain. China actually used it for the Beijing Olympics to make it so it would not rain. Wow. Yes. So it would have sun. You know you are like a dictator when you have to control the weather. To make it do what yeah. you want. You are yeah. a true dictator. You have, you have gone beyond dictator, man. We start controlling the weather. Like, that's a that's a real G dictator right there. <laughs> like, Look, they just washed my presidential vehicle. Do not let it rain today. Do not let it rain. <laughs> but do you think that can be weaponized, though? Like, Oh, absolutely. Do you think... Okay, think about this. I mean, like... Just for a moment. Could, Let's yeah. say you could, could actually really control and create weather. Mm -hmm. All right? Including lightning getting the wind patterns, the whole nine yards, right? Do you imagine dumping a category? We know hurricanes go to category five. Mm -hmm. But imagine if you control it, make it stronger, like a category 10, and drop that on a country. Mm -hmm. That would be equivalent to, like, dropping a nuclear bomb on that country. It would, it would, The wind would just wipe everything off the, the, the ground, period. I, I'm going to switch hit with you. Okay. And go to a conspiracy theory. Yeah, you have fuzz on, like, your beard and stuff. I know. I was like, where in the hell did that come from? <laughs> I eat a cat? Uh, <laughs> maybe not a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and moving on. <laughs> We're not talking anymore about BD. So go ahead. But conspiracy theory uh -huh. that Katrina was directed and, like, created and was aimed at, basically, the Ninth Ward. Conspiracy theory. Of course. Can't be proven, but, yeah. yeah. And then, like, a couple years later, we find out China can can do that. 
They can do that. Man, they can do everything. That's crazy. They're even great at math. So moving on. All right, so the next one is actually going back to my old wives' tale. Mm-hmm. Chocolate is good for a woman who is menstruating. I'm putting it, you know, technically. Okay. Reason for being, um, and there's a lot of women out there who always tell you, like, when they're on during that special period of time, that they like to eat chocolate. The reason for being is chocolate actually does have a natural sedative in it, believe it or not. It actually does help a woman calm down. does not necessarily help with the cramps, but it does help them with calming their emotions down. Because let's face facts, chocolate makes everybody happy. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. <clears throat> so there is definitely actually some scientific truth to that, which is pretty crazy. That is pretty cool. Yep. It explains why I like chocolate so much. Chocolate. All right, so here's one you're going to love. Okay. Ne- yep, especially being a gardener. Never carry a hoe in the house. Very bad luck. <laughs> Could bring no, could bring death. I mean, that goes both ways there. It really goes both ways. Because you bring a hoe in your house, it's going to end badly and probably end death. So I'm telling you now that that one is actually probably true. Oh, they mean hoe like a, okay, like a gardening tool. Okay, so yeah, that one too. Don't bring that hoe in the house either. Yeah, you can't turn that one into a housewife either. No. <laughs> yeah. That's going to turn into Fifty Shades of CSI. <laughs> so, yeah. So, never carry a hoe in the house. It's uh, all getting aside now for a moment. Yeah. So, carrying the gardening tool, a hoe. Carrying a hoe in your house, it brings bad luck and up to death. Up to death. Yes. That's why also, too, when you move into a new home, you do not bring your old broom from your old house. You throw it away and get a new one. Okay. Uh, the old wise tale is that if all the problems and issues, you know, the dirt all from your, your old dirt. home, yeah, <laughs> you bring it to your new home. <clears throat> so the old wise tale is, and I know a lot of people who actually do this just to be on the safe side for good luck. When they move into a new home, they throw their old broom away and get a new one. Can you burn your broom? Would that work? Sure. You can burn it and throw it. Just don't bring it to the new house. Okay. Yeah. Just don't burn, burn your hoe. That's murder. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> I can't believe you hit me with that one. <laughs> this one, I've, I've heard this one before, too. Now, my mom actually made me not do this in my grandma's house one day. So, never rock an empty rocking chair in a home. It will bring death. What? Yes. That rocking an empty rock, it's inviting death into the home by rocking an empty rocking chair. Oh. Yes. I, 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 I see why. Exactly. Of. Sorry, Granny. So I rocked a chair, and no, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, I was like, literally, I really was like messing with the rocking chair yeah, one day. Every when I was kid a does. Kid. Yeah, every yeah. kid does. And my mom was like, no, 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 no. And she told me that. Man, you got some superstitious family members. A lot of my family is like Native American. They're, they're half Indian and half Irish. You know, so they sure. like to get drunk and beat themselves up. Um, I, I have a, yeah, very mixed family, big time. I like it. Yep, and like me. Yeah. Nobody knows what the hell I am. Well, on that note, that was one of my first paranormal experiences was the rocking chair rocking by itself. Yes. In a friend of mine's house, and uh huh, there was something there. <laughs> something there. Uh, in my aunt Bonnie's house, when uh, she'd always sat in her old rocking chair, she uh, all the time. Uh, when she had passed away, 
there was one night that my father walked into the room. I was sleeping on the floor. I mean, I had just fallen asleep. You know, I was a little kid. Had fallen asleep watching TV next to the chair on the floor. And the rocking chair was rocking. But there was, like, no AC going, no fan going at the time or anything like that. And my dad just like, okay, well, she's keeping an eye on him. Well, I got a listener question. Okay. So what about in California when the rocking chairs rock themselves with the earthquake? That would explain all the killings in, like, Los Angeles and all that stuff. <laughs> we now know why they have such a high crime and murder rate. Oh, man. It's all the earthquakes earthquakes and rocking chairs. There we go. Yeah. Poor Solid. Granny just shot right out the front doors, landed out there on the interstate. Oh, man. Crazy. But, yeah, that's a really good point, though. Damn <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good question. <laughs> all right. So, moving on to the next one. Uh, oh, this one, I, this one, okay. Hmm? I don't necessarily believe in this one, but I do practice it. Okay. Okay. And I know you're going to know about this as well when I bring it up, because I know you've heard this too. Painting your porch blue is to keep out spirits because spirits cannot cross over water. The blue imitates water on the porch of the home. The spirits get confused and will not cross over that threshold. If you go down to Key West, drive around the Florida, matter of fact, Florida Keys in general, and there's a lot of places I've even seen around here too. I've seen a whole lot of other people doing it, and a lot of people don't notice it. If you go to somebody's porch and happen to look up and the ceiling is blue, or they paint the floor part of it blue, that is why they're doing it. It's not a color scheme, especially when it doesn't match the rest of the color scheme in the house. That is why they're doing it. It's supposed to be for good luck, and it's also to keep out spirits. I did not realize that. I've always heard it was salt. So, salt does too. Yeah. Yeah. So draping salt, salt across the uh, the doorway. Well, yeah. Salt keeps the devil from the door. Yep. I mean, and then um, in a lot of Jewish and Christian households, they have um, either a plaque or a cross on there. Mm-hmm. I forgot what the plaque's called in Judaism. I, I can't remember either, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I. Oh my goodness. I feel so bad. Don't be mad at me. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, really, how many of them do we have listening to the show? Three. There you go. <laughs> You're worried about three people coming and killing us because we didn't know the name of one plaque. Only takes one. That's true. Good point. <laughs> so we'd like to, at this time, say that we're sorry about not knowing the name of that plaque. We're sorry. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, like, like like I said, man, if you go down the Keys and just when you walk around, especially in Old Town in Key West, like down by, like, Duval and Front Street and all those areas, uh, when you're walking down the side streets and you're walking by the houses, just take a glance up at the ceiling on the porch, and majority of them are blue. Does it have to be a particular color blue or just a no, blue? just blue. Hmm. Yep. Most people, because especially Florida, we go for brighter colors, so most of the blues I've seen were like light blue, you know, stuff yeah. like that. But I've, on occasion, I've seen dark blue, too. But yeah, so that's what it's for. It's for good luck and keeping spirits out of the home, because apparently they can't cross water. What about a ghost ship? Like, does it go on land? No. Fair. <laughs> Titanic arrived. Downtown Chicago. All right. So next in the news. All right. So moving on. Um. Oh, I've heard of this one too, and I know I've seen people do this before, and I actually seen it in a home, and I asked why there was these things, and they explained why. All right. So if someone dies in a home. You should, 
as soon as you can, not like immediately while they're just dying. I mean, call 911 first, obviously. get the body out of it? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But you're supposed to cover the mirrors in the house. Oh. Yes, and the reason for being is because the mirrors can trap their souls in them. There's that, and Mm -hmm. there's a reason that um, you're supposed to clean mirrors with ammonia. Mm-hmm. Because mirrors are doorways. I mean, they've mm-hmm. used it in a couple movies. Constantine being one of them. Yep. And it it's like a demon window, basically. Yeah. But you're supposed to clean it with ammonia, which is also why there's ammonia in like Windex. Uh huh. Because it's supposed to uh, like block them in or like remove whatever. If it's a, if you got to clean your mirrors. Yeah. Yeah, it's to remove the evil that's in there because it cannot stand the smell of the ammonia. Yeah. Which also, pretty cool. If pretty cool, uh, huh? there's a neighborhood dog bothering you, get a bottle of ammonia. Yeah. Next time it chases you, spray it. Yeah. It doesn't hurt them. It's perfect. Yeah, no. It's not going to hurt them. And uh, especially when you use like the natural like a uh, home remedy like ammonias. Yeah. Uh, not talking about like straight like. Yeah, we're know. not talking about animal cruelty here. We're yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about the smell is just overwhelming. Yeah. And, and that dog, it. that dog will not mess with you anymore. I, yep. I've seen it happen. I'm a dog person. I've seen it. I'm a dog person, but um, when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. I did pressure washing with a fella, and there was this really mean like old farm dog that hated everybody. Man. Yeah, no. Never again. That dog never came near us ever again. Here's another good wise tale. Oh, no. Never give a knife for a housewarming present because it makes enemies. Oh, yeah. I, I've heard a variant of this one, too. I know a lot of people, when they get married, I've heard this from a lot of, like, you know, just in passing throughout the years, you know, like, family or friends that were getting married and somebody would bring it up. They'd be like, oh, if you're going to buy them a, a home present, don't buy them a knife. And I've heard that from a lot of people. So, obviously, it's a very common old wives' tale. Well, that and... and it became, like, tradition, you know, to be honest. Well, yeah, no. And uh, the variant that I heard of it is you don't give a knife as a gift because it'll cut cut that relationship. So Actually, I, if you give a knife as a gift to someone, it's just like... Okay, if I gave you a knife for a present, you're supposed to give me a penny. Mm-hmm. Yep, you never give it to them technically. They got to buy it from you yes. for a penny. Yeah. So, and I'm sure you've heard of this. Yep. Yeah. I, I do that with people too. I'm like, if they bought me, I've had friends who have bought because I'm a big knife guy. You know that. Oh yeah. Um, I've had guys who buy me knives, you know, or you know, family members who bought me knives, you know, buddies of mine, and uh, not like guys buying me knives, like, oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but like people buy me knives for gifts and stuff, and I'd always give them a penny every single time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Matter, matter of fact, I have one for you, by the way. A knife or a penny? A knife. Okay. Yep. I don't have a penny. Well, next Saturday, bring a penny. <laughs> but also another one, speaking of knives, that I've mm-hmm. heard is that when you open a knife, you have to close it. If somebody else closes yes. it, it's bad luck. Yes. Yep. I definitely have heard that one, too, many, many times. Um, because you don't know who they killed with that. Yeah, especially because <laughs> me being a big knife guy, I've, I've always heard that, that if you, uh, you know, if they open up a knife and they're showing it to you and you look at it, do not close it before you give it back. You have to give it back open and they will close it. Mm-hmm. And always, obviously, hand it, handle first. You know, don't cut them. Well. No, you're never supposed to point a knife at somebody when you're giving it back to them. That's another old wives' tale. It means you're, it like, it's supposed to mean, like, on the inside, you're actually an enemy, once again. Huh. That's why you never hand it to them, like, straight out. It's best, the best way to hand somebody a knife 
is obviously you hold it from, you know, the, the handle so you don't cut yourself, but you hold it sideways with two fingers. So that way they have the whole handle here to grab to take it out of your and you hand. don't look like you're going to stab them. Exactly. All right, so moving on. Then next one, unless you got one you want to do. I'll do it next. Okay. Red Cardinals means angels are near. I had to put at least one happy one in there. So if you happen to see red cardinals in your yard or around your home, that that means that there are angels nearby. Is there a different color cardinal? I think so. Yeah. Hold up. No, we gotta we gotta look at it. Okay, we'll, we'll look it up. All right. So if you look out there and you see a baseball player from the Cardinals standing out there in your yard, no I'm kidding. So red cardinals, if you see them around your home, is supposed to be a sign that the angels are on your home or your property or whatever. It's a blessing. It's a good thing. All I see is red. Yeah, red. I mean, that that's the one you think of because the males are bright red, the females are brown. And Okay, well, there you go. So, okay, well, there you wait, go. Wait, wait. There's, yep, there's a one no, that's not that red. No, that is a... Nope, I'm not even... <laughs> what, the Spitza? Uh, this. Male breeding... Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going to see this one. All right, so the male breeding Dick Kissel... Spitza, it's a uh, cardinal, but it's a male. Yeah. Um, there's a blue crossbeak. <clears throat> okay. So there are different, there's a yellow one. There mm-hmm. are different colors. So see, there you go. Okay. All right, so there. If you see a red cardinal, though, on your property, means good luck. means angels are nearby. I must have a lot of good luck because I got a lot of cardinals. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen the luck yet or the Cardinals? <laughs> the luck. Well, the angels are there because they're probably all laughing watching what you're doing. But Yeah, yeah. And they're like, dude, don't let them do it again. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you got one? Um, Supposedly, chicken soup can cure a cold. Yes. It's an old wise tale, but dun, 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 there is a little bit of truth behind it. Yes. Would you like to know why? Yeah, come on. Or do you already know the answer? No, come on. The answer being is that... They used to believe that if you ate hot foods, especially soup, it would actually cause inflammation in your lungs. Believe it or not, if you have a cold, which typically you got inflammation in your lungs, hence all the coughing and all that stuff, chicken noodle soup actually helps with the inflammation in your lungs. Yeah, it helps kind of relax it. and It's like icy mm-hmm. hot for your lungs. Yep. So it's actually a good thing. So it doesn't necessarily cure colds, but it does help with some of the symptoms. Yeah, no, and that's what this was kind of saying. Said it's not really true, but it can help mask your symptoms. You know, yeah. Actually, like I said, not really true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Please do not dignify that with never mind. No, I mean, look, the soups can help with colds if yep. you have the right stuff in them. Yes. Oh yeah. And, Absolutely. And chicken broth is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It's mostly the protein. You, it, most of it is yes, giving sir. your body energy to fight off the sickness. Mm-hmm. But you can also like throw. Onions, jalapenos, garlic, stuff like that, stuff with um, immune benefits to it to kind of help boost your immunity. Yep. Your immunity? Yeah, I said it. Hey, I just caught what you said. I said what I said. It's going to boost that there immunity for you. You're going to be feeling a whole lot better. All right, so next one. A bird flies in the house. Someone will die. 
I mean, I can imagine if it was like, you know, an Osprey and hits you at like 60 miles an hour, probably kill you. But yeah, allegedly if a bird flies in your home, you're going to die. Does not mean if you let your bird fly in your home, your pet bird, no, you're not going to die. It just means. Because that's your bird. Yeah, that's your bird. But a wild bird flies into your home. And I don't mean hits side of your house. I mean actually indoors. It flies into your home. Then you will die. So do you think that and the whippoorwill one is related to like the legend of the banshee? Where? I'm thinking so. Because I mean, that's I kind of not... feel that maybe that might have its little benchmark of its beginnings. So yeah. I mean that that's the only thing that would make sense because what was it? If you hear a banshee scream in your house, someone's going to die within the week. Yep. Uh, and it, that would also be you know flying around and only the yeah. person who is going to die hears it. Yeah. You know, which is ridiculous, but you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but then again, it might be true because I. Haven't really talked to too many people that are dead. Yeah, I don't know very many that have died and came back and said the bird did it. <laughs> so, <laughs> kill a mockingbird. <laughs> ah, murder of crows. A. Oh, yeah, they're not gathering; they're plotting. All yep. right, so I mean, crows are intelligent. Oh yeah, absolutely, they are. Yeah, they're not flying in a flock. They're they're plotting your death. Oh yeah, no, yeah. they it's very well um, documented that they communicate back and forth. They're actually also very, very friendly to you if you feed them and stuff. So, Like every other animal? They will bring you gifts. You may not have ever noticed it or realized it. They will actually bring you a gift. Hmm. It has been documented where case studies in crows where they have like, you know, somebody was hand feeding the crows in their yard in the front, you know, front yard every day. Also, next thing you know, they'd find like a shiny object on their porch. And they were like, okay, and it was like a, I think it was an earring they found the first time, right? Mm-hmm. So at first, guy didn't think nothing about it. He thought maybe it was one of his wives, maybe it just dropped off. She didn't notice it. You know, it happens. You know, earring fell out or whatever. Until his wife found it. Yeah. <laughs> so next next time, because this guy was out there and like he, you know, he very big animal, you know, advocate, and he was oh, out yeah. there and he was feeding the crows because they're out there all the time. Next time, or like the, we're talking like the very next day. He found a what was it? Uh, it was like um, like kind of like a, a like a fake diamond, like somebody had for like costume jewelry, yeah. right? On the porch again. So he asked his wife. He's like, "Hey, are you dropping this stuff? You know what's going on?" She's like, "What are you talking about?" Told her about the earring. Told her about the you know the little diamond thingy. She's like, "That's not mine. I don't know." So he's like, "Okay, I'm in trouble." Nope. He didn't think nothing <laughs> else about it. Turned around, was out there feeding the crows every day like he always does. Very next day, 24-karat gold necklace Hey, on the porch. Ladies and gentlemen, feed your crows. <laughs> he turned around and was like, okay, this ain't yours. I don't have any you know, hose coming in my house. So he actually went back and watched the security camera and saw the crow coming down and dropping it off. Wow. Yep. Okay. So, so no two self, feed crows. Yeah, if you are nice to them, they are obviously nice to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool, huh? That's per that's I like that. Yeah. Um so I'm gonna burst a big bubble on the myth about black cats. Okay. I've owned, I've owned a few. What's the big myth in <clears throat> wives' tale you always hear about black cats? When they cross the road in front of you, it's bad luck or when, if you cross if they cross in front of you and you cross their path, it's bad luck. Yep. Only half true. And I'll explain. 
you were you were wondering why this is true. Uh, I'm wondering why it's half because okay. it's either true or false. If it crosses to the left, it's supposed to be good luck. If it crosses to your right, then it's bad luck. So actually, all I've the been times avoiding, I've been avoiding good luck. All the times that people have avoided walking away from black cats, thinking, well, if they cross from me, it's bad luck. No, only if they're crossing your path going from left to right. If they're going from right to left, it's actually good luck. Hmm. Unless you have a reverse, then you're going to give people a lot of bad luck. And if a cat who is all black with only white paws crosses your path, good luck. Doesn't matter which direction. Huh. Yeah. So there's another old wife still about cats. So is that true or false? About it being good luck? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, it's whatever. It's false. But I'm just saying that the 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 half truth is that so many people out there think it's just that they cross your path in general with oh. a black cat that it's bad luck. No, not necessarily. I, I thought you had some sort of scientific proof that it was half good luck if a cat cross. I mean, it's fifty fifty. <laughs> if you, it's always going to be fifty fifty. <laughs> Everything in life is fifty fifty. There you go. Scientific yep. evidence that black cats crossing yeah. your path is fifty. What causes an accident? One second, one inch. <laughs> That's avoids or makes an accident. Fair enough. Yeah. So uh, another one. And I've never heard this one before, though. This is one that was new to me. So never wear new shoes on Easter. Why? It has something to do with Judas giving the silver. Mary oh, paid the silver yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, on Easter, you were not supposed to wear new shoes on Easter. Because you're the bad guy. That's right. So for all you people out there going to church that twice a year that you only go, you know, during Christmas and, you know, Easter, don't show up in new shoes. It's not good. Can they be shiny? <clears throat> they could be shiny. It could be your old shoes that are all cleaned up. That's not a problem. You just cannot walk in there with brand new shoes that you have not, you specifically bought to wear for that particular day for Easter. Not a good thing. All right, so. Uh, now, I've heard this one. It's actually a tradition in my family. All right. So, black-eyed peas on New Year's Day is good luck. Really? Yep. It's supposed to have black-eyed peas mixed in with your, your food, you know, on uh, New Year's Day. And it's supposed to give you one full year of good luck. All right. Now, i got to grow some more black-eyed peas then. Yep. I my, I do it. My A lot of people in my family <laughs> do it. It's a tradition in my family that on New Year's Day that is a part of the meal that we And I hate black-eyed peas. So, that's the only day on the entire year that I'll eat it. I like black-eyed peas. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. You would. Yep. So go out there, get Will I Am, eat him on New Year's Day. <laughs> or Fergie. Yeah, whatever your choice. Fergie. Yep. And you're going to have good luck for one year. <laughs> or 18. Oh. Yep. All right. And so my last one I have on my list no heavy work on old Christmas, which is January 6th, because it brings bad luck. Wait a minute. Old Christmas is January 6th. Uh-huh. So tell me. Mm-hmm. Come on, elaborate. We're in the January 6th hearings, right? Oh. Everybody's working so hard on that day, they brought bad luck. Yeah. A lot of them are locked up in solitary for, what, a trespassing charge? <laughs> yeah. I mean, bro. Apparently your cat went to the right. <laughs> but when, when did Christmas switch, though? Like, hold on. It's all it, it, that's supposed to be not like an actual Christmas day, but you can look it up and give the full inside detail on this. But yeah, so January sixth is old Christmas, they call it. Hmm. And it's celebrated across the West. 
<laughs> Good job. Like that? West Virginia. Well, you weren't saying anything, so I had to like you know, no dead air. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I I, I was reading. All right, so January 6th is the day traditionally known as Old Christmas. It's a relic of the Julian calendar developed in 2,000 years ago. So in the late 1500s, Pope Gregory VIII, i got to scoot over this way so I can see i got changed the calendar to Changed match- the calendar to match the solar cycle more closely. There you go. Yeah, there we go. And it went from the calendar was reduced from 376 days to 365 days. Still feels like 376 days sometimes. So that's why, it, you know, it really feels like some years are like two years because we're making up for that extra like year in that time. Leap year. Leap, Leap year. year. Yep. <laughs> Leap year's the year of double years. Um, I remember one of my good friends who was born on Leap year, and I used to laugh like I was like, you're only four. You can't even order a beer. <laughs> no. Uh. And you know what's so funny? A lot of people that are born on leap year, usually it, it varies. It varies from person to person. Some people celebrate the day before. Some people like celebrate the day after for the date. So that's just the way it goes. Hmm. It's up to the person on what day they want to go. Okay, well, look, my birthday is typically on, new, on leap year. So, you know, my birthday, we're celebrating it on the you know 28th or whatever, you know, or the next person is like, oh, I'm celebrating mine on the 1st, you know. I just would use it as an excuse not to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of birthdays, oh. your birthday was yesterday. Yeah. Happy birthday to you, Mr. President. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jesse. Happy birthday to you. I really did not know you could sing. I'm I'm kind of impressed. <laughs> well, I was just playing around. I did. That was pretty good. Oh, that's just me playing. <laughs> I can really sing, though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. I have, act, uh, all king aside, since you brought it up, I've actually won karaoke contests and stuff. I believe it. Yeah. I'm, by the time I do karaoke, I'm usually too schmuckered to do anything. Schmuckered. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That makes two of us on the planet who use that word at times for people drinking. <laughs> yeah. That's two of us. Yeah. Um, that members of our family, I'm sure. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. I don't it's, even it's know where I picked thing. it up. Yeah. Yeah. So... The old wise tale that spilling salt brings bad luck. So how did that come to be? Read this. So if you look closely at the Leonardo da Vinci's painting, The Last Supper, you'll see there is a pile of salt spilled near the crook of Judas Iscariot's arm. That's where it came from. Presumed to be knocked over by the traitor's elbow. And as for the throwing the salt over your left shoulder, it is believed that's where the devil stands on your shoulder and it blinds him so he can't make you do stuff. Hmm? I'm just going to randomly walk down the sidewalk and just shoot pepper spray over my left shoulder. <laughs> Shut up, Satan. <laughs> Get behind me, Satan. <laughs> oh, man. Hear a lady screaming, be like she was possessed. Yeah. yeah. So, that's Is that it. how you do an exorcism? You spray with pepper spray? <laughs> yeah. They really don't like bear spray. <laughs> bear, what is even in bear spray? Dude, bear spray is like pepper spray times ten. Jeez. Yeah, that it will knock you on your butt, bro. Like for me, okay. For my training and all that, we've had to be pepper sprayed because of carrying it. And the reason for yeah. being is not it's, to see if you're a tough guy. It's not that at all. It's to make you feel the pain so you understand just how bad it will be to know that you're not gonna die. All right. Yeah. And honestly, if you ever had to pepper spray somebody out in the open, especially outdoors. 
the wind is blowing mm-hmm. in your direction. It's going to blow on you. You're going to get some on you. And it is, especially around your nostrils and all that. It's going to inflame stuff. It's going to burn a little bit, so you need to know how it feels. The only difference between us and that moment is we get direct contact sprayed in the eyes and all that, and then we have to fight people in our training. I have been pepper sprayed so many times that if you pepper spray me now, you will not incapacitate me. You will just make me hit you harder. (laughs) So it is basically pepper spray on steroids. Yep. And completely legal, even in New York, Hawaii, Massachusetts, and California. All right. So, bear spray. Bear spray. Which they would probably need a variant of bear spray for all the mountain lions in Not to be confused with hairspray. (laughs) That would really make your night out really bad. Oh, man. Oh, speaking of which, okay, for people out there (laughs) who get pepper spray, when you shower to wash this stuff off of you, lean forward, especially males. Oh. Yeah. Because it does wash down the body. That's not VD, buddy. That's pepper spray. <laughs> yeah. That ain't VD, Jack. That's what we call CS. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, whenever, uh, yeah. And the best thing to do if you ever get pepper sprayed to get it off of you, two things. One, don't panic. You're not going to die. All right. Number two, in order to wash it off, the best two things you can use is either just baby uh, the Johnson's Johnson's baby shampoo, the no tear. Mm-hmm. Use that to wash it off because that way if that gets in your eyes too, you are going to have to rinse your eyes. If it, especially if it gets in your eyes, you're going to have to rinse it because it's an oil base. It sticks. So you have to like take your fingers and pry your eyes open like you do every Monday morning when you get ready to go to work. And you have to just run water over it over and over and over just to start rinsing it off. Now, the baby shampoo, do not rub that in your eyes to wash it out, idiot. <laughs> that's to wash it off your body. All right? That's literally the visual that I have. Yeah, that's to wash it off your body. But if it happens to get in your eyes, that's just not another irritant that's going to make your eyes hurt worse. You know, if you use, like, regular, you know, your scented body washes, stuff like that, it's just going to burn worse on your body and in your eyes if it gets in there. That's why I use a no-tear Johnson Johnson baby shampoo. Second one is to rinse off with milk. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, rinse off with milk, but... I don't mean run in your house, grab a gallon jug, and start pouring it over your head. No. Like, put it on a rag and start wiping to start washing it off of you. Then, of course, use soap water the whole nine yards. Or you can take a bath in tomato juice and vodka and make a Bloody Mary with it. Yeah. You know what? And for people out there who's not ever been pepper sprayed before, usually the burn lasts anywhere, depending on the you know the dosage you got and everything else. It could be anywhere from like 15 minutes to 30 minutes on average. Eef. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> I am not saying I'm a tough guy, putting that out there first. But I remember one time we are doing training, and I volunteered to go so they could see, like, look, you're not going to die. I've been pepper sprayed many times. I, I know I'm not going to die. So I volunteered to say, yeah, I'll go ahead and get sprayed in front of everybody first so they can see I'm okay. So they sprayed me, and then I had to fight off the attackers, you know, and then you have to draw your gun and make them get on the ground, mm-hmm. Okay. This is in order for training. If you were surrounded by multiple individuals, they spray you trying to blind you so they can attack and kill you, take your gun, you know, in law enforcement. So you have to defend your weapon, keep it from being taken from you. You can't pull it until they tell you. So you're like, you know, you might be using like your, your, your practice baton, you know, smacking them with the baton, trying to, you know, get them off you. Or you might be going hand to hand, you know, hands on, we call it, you know, to get them off you. Um, and then the final thing is finally they'll say, okay, draw your gun. 
They want to see you draw that gun and actually be looking down the site and pointing at them and telling them to get on the ground. They want to know that you're, at, you know, even if you got a prior eye open to see down the site to make them get on the ground, right? That's part of the training. That way they know you're taking the pain in your eyes. You're actually doing what you're supposed to do. So Take the pain. I did mine. Fought off my attackers. Got the gun drawn. Got them on the ground. I then proceeded to walk over, sit down, and have a cigarette. Before I went and rinsed off. You're ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you were... You were a little thing about Chance Hancock, especially young Chance Hancock. <laughs> yeah. He did not care no, at all. At so, all. So he'll, he does – and he does this now. He'll, he'll do things just to prove a point. But back then when he was younger and dumber, <laughs> it was more extreme. Yeah, by a long shot. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Dude, you've seen me snap my kneecap. Yeah. And – Laugh about it. Make jokes about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. While I'm sitting there with my knee and leg all messed up. <laughs> so, yeah. I have issues. Right. I'm not going to say it doesn't hurt. No, I'm, I'm, I'd be a straight-out liar if I said it didn't hurt. Oh, it definitely hurt. Yeah, I, I'll tell you flat out. No, it hurts. It hurts a lot. But the thing is, don't panic. You're not going to die, you know, from pepper spray or a broken knee. You're not going to die. Well. I mean, unless you're being chased by a bear. then Or a zombie. Or a zombie. Then the broken knee might get you killed. <laughs> but... Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um. So I got one more before okay. you GTFO. Okay. The old wives tell that sticking chopstick upright in your food is bad. Okay. Where does it come from? Because I've heard that one too, but I so, didn't know where it came from. So it comes from Japanese culture, and okay. it's placing chopsticks like that is reserved for funerals, and is believed really? that any other time you stick them in there like that mm-hmm. is bad luck. Okay, that makes sense. So. Lay your lay your chopsticks down unless okay. you're at a funeral for real. But so it's a tradition to only do that at a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, it, but if you're having Japanese funeral or Japanese food at your funeral, please invite me. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, I'm down. Mr. Hancock, damn your words to say. I love that man. <laughs> Can I get some kimchi? <laughs> no, kimchi's Korean. Well, I'm just saying. Okay. Whatever. We're we're Amer- trust me. We call everything Chinese food if. It, Trust me. It was Japanese. I know, but I'm just saying, Chinese, Japanese, to a lot of people, it's all the same. But, I mean, kimchi's lit, too, so whatever. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I like kimchi. Oh, God, I'm so hungry now. (laughs) Yeah, same. I was thinking about food. Good Lord. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so let's bounce out of here and let's leave people. You know what? We want to show people we have a touch of class. Okay. What do you think? Should we leave them with something classy to play on our way out? Got you covered. There we go. We'll see you next weekend.